Bechters, and welcome, welcome back, back to another episode of You Didn't Ask with Frankie and Tish. Well, 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 we thought we would try something different today. Something that I think is fun or a will little be bit fun. A little of bit of spook- mystery. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of mystery. <laughs> um, yeah, a little bit of uh, spooky, a little bit of fun. We thought we would play a game with you guys. And you know, it's kind of be, you've heard the, what is it, two truths and one lie. Um, and we kind of thought that we would do that here with you. Uh, but we're going to do it with stories. S- Yeah, I'm trying to remember now. (laughs) We'll see as we get there. But basically, so what we're going to do is we're going to tell three stories. Mm -hmm. And they're all stories that, like, we've heard from our families, like, growing up. Like, they're the stories that have been told over and over again. They've been pretty consistent as far as the stories. Yeah, we've had the story told by the same person over and over again. And they've always been consistent. Told with, like, vividness and, like real emotion that you can feel like these people who have shared 100% believe that this actually happened. Right. So we're, t- we're going to share their truths and they convince. But us. one of the stories is something that we are going to make up or it might be closely related to uh, a story that we know from our families, but we've altered things about it. It will be your job to guess which one is the lie. And when you guess, there will be a prize, which we'll discuss at the end of the, of the episode. episode. So I had a family member that worked in retail mm-hmm. and was a retail manager. And they a new store was opening in a different location and they had to do training. And I actually I think that they were training for their new position. And they had to go to this new store and commute, which was like about a half hour, hour away. And not too bad, right? Yeah, not too bad. Just, you know, hauling down the freeway every day. And I think it was like a, a week or two of training and you had to get so many they were mostly day shifts, mm-hmm. but you had to get so many night shifts in too, like just to be fair. And to cover your bases, whether you're scheduled day or night, right? Right. So. Kind of know how to run the the store either way as you're getting your training, you know? So she drives down this highway during the day, every day, and does her shifts. And then she comes to a night shift, and she's got two of them. And at the first one, getting there is fine. But on the way back after, she starts to feel like... she's not alone yeah Yeah, like she's not by herself like Mm -hmm. what in the world like getting that really like sinking feeling in your stomach but not really knowing and like so heavy though that like she was sure someone was there and she turned around to look in the back seat and there's nobody in the back seat and she's like what the hell like why am i feeling this way i was gonna say and i can relate to this only like that that gut-wrenching feeling that like when you're driving and like that vulnerability of being knowing that you're alone in the car, dude. But- you don't know like how many times like my mind goes off, especially if I've done something scary or told right. scary ghost stories. We watch the scary movie and you're driving home at night by yourself, like, yeah. And you, even though there's nothing there, you've given yourself the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, I had a call, Frankie, the other day because I felt like something happened or there, there's stuff shit moving in the back of my car as I'm driving home. And I felt like something was fucking with me. Right. And I was like, we weren't even telling ghost stories. There's no reason for me to scare it. It's still daylight out. And like, so I can only imagine this <laughs> happening at that. night yes. by myself 
thinking I I send something and then all of a sudden feeling that and there is absolutely nothing you can fucking do when you're driving like that. No, like what are you supposed to do? I guess like you could pull over off the road really quick, but at the point it's night, it's dark. What are you going to do? Like, you know what I mean? So anyway, she feels like there's something back there, looks back, there's nothing there. But then she decides and she even says, I don't know why I made this decision, (laughs) but she decides to look in the rearview mirror and it's like the worst nightmare. It's like what we all think when we're freaked out. You're like, don't look in the rearview mirror. Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to die. That's really like (laughs) if I see something, I'm just going to swerve off into oblivion. (laughs) Right. So she looks in the rearview mirror Mm. and unfortunately somebody had hitched a ride now the thing that creeps me out the most about this story is the way that she describes the passenger Mm -hmm. so if you have not seen the movie 13 ghosts and i'm not talking the original uh version uh back in the day i'm talking like the the matthew lillard (laughs) um who's the guy that plays monk uh uh tony shalhoub yeah the tony shalhoub uh version uh, there's a character in there called the Jackal. For those of you who have seen this movie, I'm sure you're already like wincing thinking about this. If you have not, you need to Google maybe it. you should see it. Maybe you shouldn't. You might you might crap your pants. But so and, and even take a second to think about nighttime in your car alone, rearview mirror, seeing that right after you've had the heebie-jeebies. That right there, like that's enough to cause a car accident. Yeah, seriously. So she sees this this jackal-looking ghost in the rearview mirror and literally freaked out, like, was terrified to the point, like, beyond belief and didn't know what to do. Because at that point, all you want to do is get home, get mm-hmm, away. Like, mm-hmm. what is she going to do, jump out of her car on the freeway? So, no, she had to just, like, deal with it Yeah, and and get home. And then was supposed to return for another night training and, and never went back. Yeah. That was it. Done. <laughs> like, no more. Uh-huh. I'm not going to take the chance of Don't you know, need the promotion. this passenger hopping <laughs> in my car during this time every single yeah, time could I you make imagine drive. No. If she chose to do that, like having that risk every single time that she went to work. No, 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 no. And, and you know what? She's a lot braver than I am. I could tell you that because I know that if I saw that shit in my mirror, I probably would have jumped out of the driver's side on the freeway and <laughs> hoped I hit the, the ground right running at like 55 miles an hour and old tuck and roll yeah. <laughs> um, like little like smoke coming out from the back of my sneakers like for Your sure officer <laughs> let me just tell you what happened <laughs> even if you didn't look in the rearview mirror again just knowing that you had seen that right the few times that you did look in the rearview mirror i'm getting goosebumps no, on my I legs like too. i look would at, not be look at my arm to. hairs i'm getting scared <laughs> And all, and another thing is, I don't think I, I think I want to remove the <laughs> rear view mirror from my car. And where's the ticket? Like, fuck right? That. I don't want to see. There's nothing. no reason for you to have to look back <laughs> no. there. <laughs> no, no, we don't want that. We'll just they use our watch side view mirrors. <laughs> Although, you know what? If I ever looked in my side view mirror and there was like a face looking back at me, like, <laughs> like, like dead, pa- pacing, it's, pacing like your car on the freeway, <laughs> that might be scarier. I don't know. <sighs> okay, so I don't that- mean like making contact with the other drivers, like let alone you know with that. That's just that's too much. Yeah, no, I'm like all itchy and goosebumpy now. <laughs> I feel all like weird. Okay, so that was story number one. So go ahead with story number two. So story number two. Okay, so imagine you're at home. 
You work the late night shifts, and all you want to do is play video games. And unwind. Yeah, you're just like, I'm going to bring out, you know, instead of wine, it's like, maybe it's a glass of water or a soda. (laughs) Some chips. And some Zelda. (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly. So, like... A little bit of Mori after dark. Those gamers out there, you guys know that, you know, the witching hour is the perfect time to get your video game on because no one is bothering you and telling you to go take out the trash or do something else that's going to destroy you from your your escapism. Dead. Yes. (laughs) They won't know how long I spent playing this game. Right. Very similar to my son's story of playing a video game and sensing something. Maybe they're just, you know, a lot of people like to watch video games online, like on through YouTube. So maybe uh, ghosts are just fans of this type of stuff because they, you know, it's it's entertaining to watch some people sometimes. I know. Either way, like if you got to imagine like how old this ghost is too and how long they've been passed. Like, so what is that? Like, yeah, they don't know this technology. So maybe they're just super interested in it. Okay. okay. So anyway, go ahead with your story. So let's get to the juiciness. This guy... He's playing his video games and he just, uh, you know, leans forward and, you know, in the position with the controller and just sees something out of the corner of his eye. Um, so to get some kind of idea of how the layout is, um, here's a living room. Right behind the living room is like a small kitchen with like a window where you could actually see into the living room, like an mm-hmm. opening. Mm-hmm. And then there's a small little hallway that brings you to the front door, which and leads you stairs. upstairs. Yep. And like... um. He's leaning forward in the corner of his eye. He sees somebody leaning over and just like looking in. So basically, like he's le- he hears something and leans forward to see what's there. And when he looks, he sees someone in the hallway that leads up the stairs, leaning out, looking at him. And at the time, his wife and his oldest daughter. Roughly right around the same like height and stature. stature. So mm-hmm. immediately he thinks this must be my my ten year old. So he calls out to her and says like, "Hey, like, what are you doing?" They were supposed to go to bed, and you know, mom's already asleep. So then when that she doesn't respond, then he calls out his wife's name, like, "What are you doing?" You guys are both like they went to sleep a while ago, and someone like he's like, "What do you want?" And still no response. So then he sees this figure come down the step and walk across into the kitchen. So he's like, you know, he's getting mad. Yeah, he's irritated. Like, I'm right. talking to you and you are not yeah, like, <laughs> acknowledging me. What? Disrespect. Like, why are you mad at me? Or like, what's going Bring on? down so the hammer. Stops yeah. what he's doing. Gets up. Goes in the kitchen. Flips on the light. No one's fucking there. So now he's like, what the fuck just happened? Goosebumps. Yeah. He's freaking out. Goes upstairs, and sure enough, his kids and his wife all asleep. Dead asleep. Yep. And it's like, now he's just like, you know, these things happen. What do you do at that point, too? Like, do you go back downstairs and finish unwinding from your long night? I would leave all the lights on all the way up to say, fuck it, I'll pay the the (laughs) PG&E bill for that night because there's no way that I would feel comfortable. Um, I'd have all the lights on. I'd have to. I don't know what I would do if like I can't. I, 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 uh, for me, like that would be the most freakiest thing is to see something, in in that regard, whether it's benign or not. Like I, I can't. Like it just creeps me out too. Like thinking of the thought of like him hearing something, and leaning forward to view something mm-hmm. that was leaning forward out of the hallway to view him. 
That, that to me, that's just like the most like. Oh, I'm super grossed out right now too. I gave myself the chills on that and one. And then too. like too, the way he described was also like making making eye contact with something that you can see like in a dark shadow, but also knowing that it's looking right at you. Yeah, it's obviously looking at you. Right, and then it's like you know you've already paused your game, so it's not looking looking at that. You're the focus now. And then to that just to happen, again, I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> it's like hail to the nah. It feels like 40 degrees in this room. <laughs> You're like, the lights are flickering. Ugh. I feel something touching my head. <laughs> These stories give you the heebie-jeebie. <laughs> These stories super give me the heebie-jeebies, though. Like, I feel like my skin don't. That's so messed up. <laughs> She's trying to freak me out. She said don't. Well, she like put her finger in my rib. <laughs> <laughs> I stroked your rib. Yeah, you totally did. We were trying to like do it all soft and slow to give me the creeps. It already feels like my skin is crawling and like <laughs> my head is all goosebumpy. I don't like the feeling. <sighs> so that's story number two. We are not sleeping tonight. No, nope. we're not. And like, hopefully you guys aren't either. <laughs> I'm going to super like snuggle up hard. <laughs> And it's hot too, so it's gonna the AC's gonna have to be on sixty. The fans gonna have to be rolling. You guys can just stick like Velcro. <laughs> <laughs> Our hot sweaty skins, <laughs> like a little suction cup. Because yeah, I am not sleeping by myself. Well, not that I would have to, but he can't fall asleep first. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm gonna keep him. flicking in the flicking him in the eye you're, or you're something. Me first, me first, me. Are you sleeping yet? Are you sleeping? <laughs> Don't fall asleep. I gotta go first. I don't want to be left out here alone. <laughs> I need to go off into dreamland. Okay, so here's the third story. So this young lady worked at a arcade. You know, she's working there for a long time. She has like a lot of regular customers and stuff. And you know what the type of regular customers we're talking about? Those of you who remember arcades. So this is like, yeah, this is like the early '80s. So we're talking like Stranger Things status, actually. We're talking about a lot of young males who, um, you know, this is their world. This is their social life. This is like, you know, they. this is very consistent for them. Yeah, this is before, honestly, before the internet, before, you know, at home, like real video games. I think Atari existed at this time, but it wasn't, you know, you didn't get the same excitement out of it as you did playing uh, video games in an arcade and that kind of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of young men. Mm-hmm. There were some women, but it was a lot of young men. Were they significantly younger than her? <sighs> she was, uh, let me think, at the time, mid-20s, maybe mid to late 20s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the kids that are there, I mean, there's some, like, adult, closer to adult age, but it's a lot of, like, you know, 13, 14, 15, 16-year-olds. There's a few you know, 17 through 19 year olds, but it's mostly like that mid teen range. So she has a lot of regulars. They come see her all the time and they're like, Hey, hook me up with quarters and like all this kind of stuff. So anyway, (laughs) um, this one day she is working late and the store is closed. And as she's counting out her till, she hears a on the window. And I've worked little like places before. Where, like, when you're the last person in the store 
and you're counting the till, like, that is, like, the time that you feel the most pressure. Yeah. You're like, oh, my God, I need to hurry this up. I'm trying to do this as fast as I can. Especially when you have those huge windows, like, in the front of the store, you know? And they were big. So, like, imagine, like, um like a Togo's or something like the large windows mm-hmm. outside, like any kind of storefront. It was like that. I'm remembering those days right now and it's freaking me out. <laughs> I was already hearing this story. So anyway, she's in there, she's counting the till doing her thing. And she hears that knock and she looks up and it's just, it's a kid. She knows it's a teenager. It's one of the regulars, but he's like tapping on the window and she kind of just like shakes her head. No at him because at this point it's late. It's Mm -hmm. dark. They're obviously closed. The place is locked. Like what could he possibly want from her? Not anything good. Right. Right. No way. I I would imagine. And like, you know, her being like a very attractive person. We forgot to mention that. (laughs) Um, Yes. um, Facts. Uh, that like a teenage boy showing up that late at night the first thing i would think of is this is going to be a really bad situation and it's not about the money right and so he knocked she kind of shook her head no and then she kind of just thought he would go and then he knocked again and for dramatic effect um he knocked again and she was just like you know she shook her head and she's like no. no like what like what could you possibly want and then he calls her let me in. And she's like, what the? No. And he's like, come on, you know me. Yeah, I'm already feeling gross for like that, that interaction and the fact that he's asking that. Right. He's like, you know me though. Like I'm your regular. Come on, let me in. And she's like, no, hell to the no. Like I'm not and her, I'm not going to let you in. Did he ever give her like a specific reason as to why he wanted in? Yeah, he, so after they go back and forth and she's like, no, I'm not, not going to let you in or whatever. He's like, come on. I just have to use the bathroom. Ugh, classic. I just need to use the bathroom. And she's kind of like debating it in her head. Like, you know, no, and then she's like, no, like this is all bad. She's just thinking in her head. She's like, no, you can go to the store next door. Mm-hmm. There there was like a liquor store and see if they have a bathroom. Like I'm or, closed. I can't let like you a, in. Dude, you can just pee outside. It's so like, easy and really? convenient. Yeah. She's so, like, scared. Like, what does he want? What does he want? And he's like, come on. You know me. You know me. Like, I see you every day. Like, I am I just need to go to the bathroom. And she's adamant about it. And he, like, turns to the side and he looks like he's talking to someone and says, no, I can, I can convince her. I can convince her. And that's where, like, my heart drops. Like... Like, if I was in that situation, I would feel scared. And you got to remember, this is back before cell phones and stuff. Yep. You had to rely on someone being on the receiving end of that emergency phone call. Right. You couldn't send a text like, I need help. Or a page or whatever. Yeah, at the time. So she's shooting bricks. He is persistent and she's telling him at this point you need to go away like this is not okay and she's kind of like feeling for the phone so that she can call the cops she's expecting a ride too from her husband the whole time and he is just banging and persistent and all of a sudden thank god in perfect timing like you could not imagine Mm -hmm. the car rolls into the parking lot and the lights shine like right at the the front of the store and right where the guy is standing and she's watching like her husband drive up and right where the lights shine, where the guy is, he is gone. 
Like, there's nothing there anymore. Mm-hmm. And she's frantic. She opens up the door and she tells her husband, like, we, we're, you know, because he's at the door now. And she's frantic that the guy is still out there and he's going to try to do something to the husband. And um, she pulls him in and he's like, what are you talking about? Like, when I drove up, there was no one here. And, like, for me, I would be freaked to even leave the building. I wouldn't feel safe. Well, regardless of, like, if something just, like, left or not. Or my husband even being there, I'd be like, I need to know that there's no one out there. Well, what if he, like, dipped back or, you know what right. I mean, like, went behind a store? I mean, she tells this like it's a ghost story. But for me, it was more like a... True crime in Right. The and especially because this is a kid that, like, she sees all the time. All the time. Now, the weird thing, this is the strangest thing about the story now, is after this incident, she never saw him again. Oh, wow. So he didn't come back into the store. He wasn't a regular. She was, like, adamant that she's going to tell him some stuff, ask him some questions, like, what were you trying to do kind of thing. And he never comes back. So she was also somebody, like you mentioned, who's had a lot of experiences on her own before, too, as well. Mm -hmm. So for her, like, this is, like, one of those, like, super scary moments when you know that you've been interacting and seeing something for a long extended period of time. Well, like, I think a lot of things with this story. I think, where was this building? What was in the building before it? Was this person, like, I know this sounds totally, like, cliche and, like, movie, but, like, did anybody else ever see this person? You know what I mean? Like, was this a real thing? Or was this, like... Um, like a psychic kind of weird premonition. And after that, and she didn't see the kid anymore, maybe something had already happened to him. Mm-hmm. And she was seeing his ghost. Or it was a horrible situation where he was trying to do something bad, and he knew that she knew and just couldn't ever show his face there again. Yeah. That's, you know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a possibility, too. And the fact that her husband had no, like, vision and did not see that. that That's what creeps me out, too. Did is, she stay, as a curiosity, did she stay at this job very long afterwards? Yes, she did. She oh stayed for, yeah, she no. did stay for a little bit longer. But not too much. Um, You know, it was really creepy and it was a lot of, like, late nights closing and stuff like that. And after something like that occurs, you're like, fuck no. Like, why... <laughs> never like, yeah especially when you're attractive you're young you know like at that point or maybe it was a premonition right and then that's like a sign that you need to fucking leave too right like when you see something like that and like it's like and someone's disappeared for a while like again whether- okay this is like totally weird and this is not one of our uh two truths one lie but after telling this story like i have to tell you something that is similar to this and i like laugh at myself because it's almost ridiculous but okay so i live in this apartment complex and it's been almost two years since i lived here Mm -hmm. and in the time that i lived here there is a man who i see frequently at least a lot in the first year and few months Mm -hmm. and he gives me a very eerie vibe a very eerie feeling. Every single time he sees me, he speaks to me and he flirts with me yeah. or but in a very uncomfortable way. Um it's unwanted for many reasons, one being the fact that I already have the love of my life and I'm not trying to flirt with anybody else, but just because it's very forward and creepy for lack of a better word. I remember it's you telling me about and unwanted. Him. 
So I have. I've told mm-hmm. you about him. I've told my son about him. I've told my husband about him. And he, <laughs> no one else. No one that? else has ever seen him. And where I see him, he lives in the same building as us. So you would think that it would be impossible for everyone not to run into him, especially because I saw him as frequently as I did. Even to one point where uh, I had gotten groceries delivered to the house and he didn't, he's never seen my husband. So I don't think he knows, or at least I think he's never seen him. My husband's never seen him and vice versa. Um, Whenever I see him, I'm by myself. So I don't know if he knows that like I'm married or have a kid or whatever. But this one time I got groceries delivered and I had opened the door and he was standing not directly outside my door, but like in my hall when he lives on the opposite side of the building. Like Ew. there was no reason for him to be there. And I just like open my door and he's there. And then he's like, hey. And I'm just like, yeah. And he's all, do you need any help? And I was like, no, I got it. And I just dragged the groceries in and I closed the door and I told my husband, I didn't drag them all. I left a bunch out there. And I told my husband, that guy is out there and I'm not comfortable. Like you need to go out there and tell him to go away or you have to bring the rest of the groceries in. And this all happened pretty quickly. So like within seconds and he opens the door and goes out and there's nobody fucking there. Well, after that incident, it had probably been like six months or something And I never saw him again, so I just assumed that he had moved Mm -hmm. and he was no longer in the complex. Until yesterday, I got out of my car and we have like these carports and they're like uh, cement carports. Mm -hmm. So they're like, they look like the same like material that the outside of the apartment is made of in the parking garage. And you can walk into the carport and you can't see it if you're far, but it, once you get up close, there's like a cutout opening that you can turn left into and it'll take you into I know the exactly complex. What you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So I walk toward the building and I go to hang left and he's right there. And I hadn't seen him, like I said, in like six months. And it really startled me. And he immediately went, hey, how you Ew. doing? Yeah. And Have then, you considered moving? And then he's like, oh, we match. And I like looked down at our clothes and nothing fucking about us matched in <laughs> any way, shape or form. Nothing. He was wearing some weird fluorescent tennis shoes and Ew. I was in chanclas. He had like black basketball shorts on and I had shorts with skulls on them. Like, there was nothing about us that was similar. I kind of didn't really acknowledge him, and I, like, sort of ran up, and I told my husband, that guy, that guy, the one that you never see, like, he's out there. And, of course, he looked, and guess what? Not there. He wasn't fucking there. So then (laughs) I start to think to myself, seriously, like, does this guy really exist? Nobody has seen him but me. And we've almost lived here, like, two years now. And remember you were telling me that he was saying that he lived with, like, this, these, this, um, apartment building with these sisters. I, yeah, it seemed like he did, or maybe he was ne- their next door neighbor or something. And then but they were saying that like- they only lived together, and I thought that right. was weird. In their apartment that they had was just enough for the two of them, and I just thought that, okay, that's weird. And then you said that you could always hear him saying shit to them. 
but never came out of the buildings with them, or I never saw them together, or so freaking weird. And he's so creepy. I'm sorry. If he if he is a real man and he hears this, then maybe he'll learn to leave me alone. <laughs> I thought I made it pretty obvious because I'm not. I mean, at first I was really nice, but the creepier and more forward and like odd that he got, I, I definitely put up boundaries and I made it be known without saying get the fuck away from me that I was not interested in talking to him. And mm-hmm. he's just not getting the subtle clues of me ignoring him or r- walking away from him really quickly. It's so weird. So anyway, that, that the last hear one. Side. <laughs> stop it. The last one reminded me of Creeper Guy. I don't know what the story is with him. Maybe I'll set up a ring camera or something I outside think, my I door. I think it's time that you do. Only like because, I don't know. I just feel that, I just feel like people don't really respect boundaries from that much anymore. I feel like people are so off and like you really need to err on the side of caution. Well, even my neighbor across the street, he has like a the ring camera and then he let us know the, you know, the night before that some dude was like right in front of our house, like just hovering and hiding behind the cars and trying all of them. So again, like whether it's real or not, there's a lot of scary shit out there. Like, it's enough to keep you up if you think about it. But, like, just sometimes just having that reassurance is, like, what you need. But, again, like, I, that may, it would not be reassuring to me to see something that, that I felt or sensed or seen and then to find out that it's not really there. What if, like, you catch a recording, too, and you thought that that gross guy was out there and you're talking to him and then it's just you making your arms me, yeah, <laughs> me by myself, like, going, get away from me, guy! And there's, like, you're, nothing like, else there. You're, like, off and you're, like, waving your hands and getting, like, your head's all snapping back and stuff. <laughs> and everyone's like, who is she talking to? <laughs> she needs help. That's how I imagine the people talk in this complex. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, who is that crazy bitch talking to? You you wind call. up in some other buddy, someone else's like social media. And I'll look at her. No, I think I'm standing in front of my apartment, but really, like I'm laying on the grass in front of somebody's house, like yelling at the sun. And they were like, "Oh, but then dear you would Lord. know that you just need to go to therapy, right?" <laughs> I need some help. I, that's the funny thing too is like we tell all these ghost stories, and there's so many people that do not believe. And with like I've said this before, I'll say it again. With all the experiences that I've had, there's no way I couldn't believe. But what if mm-hmm. <laughs> you think you see something or there's something there, and you're just tripping? Your mind is like living well, I think, in fantasy, and I think in order for someone to really believe, you've had to have lost your shit at least a little bit to like understand, like what it puts you through the first time, the second time, the third time, until you just like accept that there's something, there's something you just can't explain. Like have some acknowledgement that, like you know, the first time that that happened, it's like an out of body experience of fear. Like it's really like mind boggling and life-changing events it's like you can't go back to being a la 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 person with everything <laughs> la, la, la. <laughs> stop being so la 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 like frolicking everywhere and stuff it's like you know it, it it changes you and some of the stories we heard um gathering this we we have to save those because they are so fucking scary yeah we could not we could not do that to you 
all at once. Okay, so <laughs> it would be really overwhelming. Yeah, like we were just kind of speechless as to like like you know it 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 was a little bit too over the top that we gave you the candy ones. So and I we feel, let we let you. Uh, I feel blessed. Off easy. Also, like of how. I guess positive and less life threatening and scary. My experiences have been compared oh, to after other hearing yes. these. Yes, it's one of those things where you're like, do I really want to keep moving forward yeah. with this? Because is it the possibility yeah. that I'm going to run into this shit? We've been Please, living God, a cakewalk no. this whole yeah. privi- privileged life this entire time. Yes, definitely. So let me just do a little refresher. Again, it's like two truths, one lie. Mm -hmm. The first story was the hitchhiker. Yep. Uh, The second story was the... The video game. The video game. Yeah. And the third one was... The gamer spirit. The mysterious gamer. We'll call it that one. So here's what we're going to do. Go ahead and we'll post something about this episode on our TikTok and Instagram. You will have until... June 12th, 2022, to follow us on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. And then under our Instagram post about this specific episode, like and comment which story you believe is the fake one. The fake one, because there are two truths and one lie. So you tell us which story you think is the fake one. And, and, And please give us what you think was the giveaway. Right, and tell us, yeah. And in telling us your giveaway, we will have a giveaway for that special person. (laughs) So you'll go ahead and follow us on all three of those platforms, and then underneath you'll tell us which story you thought was the fake one. Mm -hmm. And on the 12th, we will look through, see who got the answer right, and then pick a winner at random. And the winner will be revealed on the 13th of June. And the winner will receive one of our awesome... You didn't ask t-shirts. Yes. The little Frankenstein guy. So a reminder, get to they're, be a they're part picking, of our club. They're picking the one that they feel is the lie, right? Yeah, you're picking the one that's the lie. Spot the lie. And guess what? It won't be the one you think it is. No. And then also, once you're done picking out the lie and guessing, I want you to lament on the two that you think are the truth. <laughs> then you're going to be like, holy crap. Right. Anyway... That's the game. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening. Please, again, even if you're not going to play, follow us on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Please support our podcast. You can support us by going to buymeacoffee.com forward slash you didn't ask 13 and then either doing a one-time donation or subscribing. Mm-hmm. The another way that you could support us is just by following us on all our platforms, forwarding our yeah. stuff, telling Let your, your friends. friends. So again, if you cannot, we totally get it. But please tell everybody, please support us, please recommend us, please. And also remember, guys, that soon we are going to have a, an events um tab on our website. So you'll be able to keep up uh places that we will be in person and or what we are up to and doing. And if you follow us on our YouTube, please be patient with us because our YouTube is about to take off. We will be offering footage on there that you won't see anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, if you're going to be paranormally active, always. always.